Hello, and welcome to a fantastic episode of Tasting Anarchy, one episode that I will actually post today <laughs> on time, hopefully. But, okay, so today's 410. If it's not up by 410, I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for your birthday. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, three days. I'll be yeah. uh, 30, 35 on Wednesday. You'll be joining the crowd. I know. I'm getting up there. You're already up there. <laughs> I was going to say, the like same age as me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. The, it's funny that the pre-show conversation could have been an entire show. It like, could have been. I, I don't know our, if I wanted. I, I Some of the stuff I didn't really want to have on, on the show just because it's. Yeah, no, I think the, yeah. the last 10 minutes of it or so yeah. was really yeah. kind of like inside baseball libertarianism. <laughs> that's true. Well, you know, and I wanted to kind of this episode sort of steer it back to our roots because I've got an, an episode or a an episode, an article that is related to a topic that we talked to a while ago. And I think we can get into kind of some like sweet sort of interesting libertarian philosophy on that. But uh before we get into the article, I'm actually not drinking anything tonight. Uh but I thought I would check with you to see if you were drinking anything. Uh no, I had well yes yes and no. So um I had two yinglings with dinner. Uh, cause we uh-huh. made pulled pork barbecue. So we thought yingling, that sounds like a good beer to have with it. But, uh, yeah. yesterday we went down to the, uh, O'Connor's cause they had a, uh, oh, like okay. sip and shop. So like they set up and they had, you know, crafty lefty sort of stuff. Like, okay. you know, like always fun stuff. Yeah. Like they like would, you know, like would like there's a guy who made cutting boards there was a two people who at least three people who made like handmade jewelry and all stuff that like to me kind of like screams i'm a generic lefty but also some fun stuff like we got this like cool little like you know like uh those like knitted hanging planters like some people have oh yeah i like those those are kind of neat so this girl made those but she also made one for water bottles so we got my daughter so we've got to shorten it up a bit um, but still kind of cool and it fits like our daughter's vibe and, you know, just stuff like that. It was fun. Yeah. And so I had their 12th Annie beer and it was a barrel aged barley wine and it was like 9.5. So pretty okay. heavy, but I only had yeah. one and, um, it tasted like 120 minute where like really? you just de-rounded the edges, like 120 huh. minutes, very sharp and kind of especially the ones I have that are like super aged at this point. But yeah. this was much more like mellower and it had kind of the caramel, not caramel, but like almost a caramel like flavor to it and like almost syrupy and in like hot, but like it was like you had hop syrup, you know, stuff like that. So it was, it was really a pretty tasting beer, pretty tasty beer. Um, it's like 10 out or had a 16 ounce one and it was you know like 10 bucks for 16 ounces um but straight from the keg so i mean it was a like it looked like clean it looked like a motor oil but like motor oil that you just put in the car and like yeah so it didn't not like super dark it, it was it was good okay so yeah, that's, that's as good. usual I, I, good, I like but, a, i like yeah i like a o'connor um but uh you know, I was actually having this conversation uh, uh Agora Brewing and Bullshito on, well, he probably isn't on Twitter anymore. I think he's been banned. But um, 
a Twitter personality. They were staying with us earlier this week. They they came Monday and left Thursday. Mm. And um, uh, I was actually talking to them about this kind of where I was like, you know, it really sucks that like, like kind of lefty cities, especially before I was cognizant of political stuff are Mm -hmm. really fun places. So like San Francisco, when I was a kid was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Portland, when I was a kid, lots of fun. Uh, Seattle, lots of fun. And then like, now those are my really only examples because (laughs) that I became, then when I became politically conscious, I then moved to the East coast. But, um, (laughs) but like these kind of like very, we all knew that they were very, heavy Democrat cities and they had very progressive lifestyles and things like that. But they always had like a lot of interesting art kind of stuff, street art and like interesting people who were kind of kind stuff. And somehow that just evolved into like homeless shitholes and drug use, open drug scenes and things like that. Where like when I, and I've gone to those places as an adult and I'm just like, what? Like this is starkly different than when I was younger. And, and you know, a lot of people are leaving those areas as a result, but I, the kind of the point that I was had with it was like, why, what is it about like lefties? And I think it might be that openness trait, but what is it about them that like, they do make interesting stuff, even if it's kind of generic arts and crafts, mm-hmm. it's still interesting. I, I think it's one of those things that, and like Malice talks about this and it's like, <sighs> one of the things he liked about living in New York so much was that you could meet all sorts of people. And I think that's kind of one of the things that it's like that, you know, that saying like, if you're, if you're not a Democrat when you're a kid and like a Republican, when you're an adult, like something's wrong with you, you know, basically where it's like you have a heart as a kid and then you realize that having a heart is not necessarily like a great thing. And and I think this is one of those things where in my head, like, so have you ever watched death wish? Yeah. I love death wish. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've watched we've like, talked, yeah. Yeah. I love we've talked movies. about that repeatedly. That's an yeah. actual American city at that time. And yeah, it was, wasn't it like D- they Detroit were Detroit or was it Detroit? What city? Was I think that? it, I think it was supposed to be Chicago in the first one, oh, okay. but then like maybe they did film it in Detroit or something like that. But like, this is one of those things that I think people kind of fail to always remember is like, they, like it was an active like war zone when they were filming there. Like it was really bad. And New York before Giuliani like really came in was really bad. Like, yeah, that's true. Dangerous to live in bad. And yeah. well, San you know, Francisco that's always was, the, the mugging stereotype of, uh, of New York, I think probably comes from back then when everybody's mm-hmm. like, well, if you haven't been mugged, you haven't, you haven't lived in New York or whatever. Yeah. There's some, some, some saying along those lines. Yeah. And then like the same thing with like Skid Row has always existed in Los Angeles and yeah. San Francisco always had like weird, bad things happening to gay guys in the Tenderloin from the cops, that's true. from serial murderers and like. Um, the E not the, like the, uh, what's his face? Um, the green river killer, like killed 70 yeah. something prostitutes out of like the Seattle SeaTac airport, basically strip. Right. Like, and then the nineties happened and basically like, it's kind of that thing where these places were run by Democrats, run by extreme Democrats at the time. 
driven into the ground and then moderate Democrats came back and everything was really cheap. And you could live there pretty well, cheaply. So people move there. Yeah. And then like artists and stuff like that, because basically these are <laughs> not that these people, not that this is a true stereotype, but it is somewhat true. They didn't make any money. So they couldn't right. do like have anything. So it's like, why are they so crafty? It's because they're poor. <laughs> and then, right. you know, you get people like you and me where it's like, I like it's not that I like the trappings of a leftist city, but I do enjoy like being able to go to a brewery and there's like, you know, one of the things that I want to talk, like I want to have a crossover episode with Will and people who were talking in like a Kaj or whatever. Um, yeah. However he specifically goes by it, but like, I'd like to have an app, like a conversation about the fact that there was a culture war in the nineties. Yeah. It was huge. And they may not have experienced, it may not have happened where they lived, but I remember like the big thing in the cultural war was like, do you remember how big the OJ trial was? Yeah, I do. That was, well, I I remember, I remember it in the sense that everybody was talking about it. I didn't care about it, but because I was like like kids at five or six or something. No, you were much older. We were in fifth grade. Was I? Were yeah, we? we? We we were in like third or fourth grade. Like we were we were in like upper elementary school. You may have been homeschooled at the time, so it may not have. But like, that's, well, that's true. I was homeschooled, yeah. Because yeah. I do recall, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Like I, I yeah. used to like those the rhymes and stuff that uh, Johnny <laughs> Cochran like, had. But like, there was actively, you know, like in my like as a kid, like there was actively like people, you know, it was like it was very clear, like black white thing and like i don't think there was a lot of racism from when i was a kid like and maybe i was wrong maybe i didn't see it who knows but like there was a very like a lot of the black people were like it's oj like he couldn't possibly have done it a lot of the white people were like you're completely morons yeah and then shitty about it not like hey like i understand like oj was very important he seemed like a very successful you know member of the black community and he seemed like a, a pillar of society but he wasn't, and it's very sad that he wasn't. You know, it's not like right. people are going like, I get it. Like, he seemed like a good guy. <laughs> and then yeah. he wasn't. But it's more like, you know, people are like, oh, he's being, like, framed. And it's like, you're an idiot for thinking that. But, yeah, like, the rise of rap, gangster rap, the, like, street wars, like, you know, like, like Snoop Dogg, who is considered, like, one of those kind of jolly rapping guys, like, <sighs> was put on trial for murder. Well, yeah, we had also the, the moral majority stuff was going on then. And yeah, I mean, there's, there's uh, all like, there was a huge culture war going on at that time. Well, so I think the difference though, okay. I think one, and, and this would be actually fun to kind of talk to them about. Um, I think one big difference is that, uh, the way that, not to blame specifically social media, but I, I just think that there's not really nobody. I'm trying to think of the way to say this. I guess nobody has a break. Like there's like in the nineties when you, you, you know, you'd watch it on CNN and you'd be like, Oh, I can't believe this whole OJ thing or whatever. And then mm-hmm. you go outside and it, your phone's not buzzing at you to tell you some other news. And you don't have this constant, like, I really do think that there is like an elevated level of anxiety generally. And I think it's because of how frequently people are on their phones or on the stuff that their phone delivers to them. 
because I just don't I, think I, people thought about it as much back then. They they spent a lot more time. Like when is the last time? Like well, I mean we're adults now, so I guess it's a different thing. But like when I was a kid, I used to go down and just shoot hoops. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a phone. I just hey mom, I'm going down to the the store, uh, the not the store to the Brooks, and I'm going to shoot hoops. And maybe there'd be some kids there. We'd play a pickup game. Who knows? Or I would just shoot hoops. Whereas like now it's like if a kid goes and does that, well, his phone's in his pocket. It's constantly buzzing and telling him stuff. He's constantly checking whatever the newfangled social media is and stuff like that. There's not that sort of like, it's just, you're just stopped from that Mm -hmm. for a time, a period of time. And I think that's, I think that's a big difference. And I don't think it's necessarily that there's not as much of this stuff going on. It's just that there's no break. And so I think people just have this elevated level of anxiety and, yeah, and it's also but, just different things too. It's like, it's, it's like the race stuff. Yes. I think that, I don't think that that's new. Um, although from my perspective, there was a time in the early two thousands when it was sort of late nineties, early two thousands when it was kind of like balanced to some degree. Well, So like where I was going with this is to me, the culture war is like it started in the late nineties or late the late eighties, early nineties of mass media trying to shove black culture down the throats of everyone else for their profit. Not that like it's not like that um you know like when Michael Jackson was king. Yeah. It's like he was a legitimately fantastic artist. He may have done some many questionable (laughs) life choices, but he was like an amazing singer, an amazing dancer, like very charismatic, all that stuff. All that is true. But you know, I I still like Michael Jackson music. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I still listen to it. Like no one really like corporate, like corporate America did promote Michael Jackson, but like he was also very underground and broke through. Whereas like how quickly, like, come like corporations started embracing rap and had, were like, this has got to be accepted, you know, stuff like that. Like where like, to me, they, it was just the corporations basically going like, Oh, here's this thing about, here's this very non, very specific to certain parts of the country's black culture. We are going to make this all black people's culture. And since it's all black people's culture, it's racist to not like it. Therefore, right. everybody has to adopt it. And yeah. it's just, it's never stopped since then where it's like rap and then like all that, all the stuff that like the drug scenes that came out of that. And like, this is well, not yeah, to say I, that. I can't like, remember who, I can't remember who it is that said that this, they said this is sort of a feature of, although in this case, you're talking about corporations, but this is sort of a feature of the left generally mm-hmm. is it's not like they get to a point and they're like, all right, we've achieved freedom and we're done. There's, yeah. It always has to be something new because that's just their that's just the nature of that. But, but to me, view. that's the yeah. To me, that's the same with everyone. There is no like it, it's like the, the relentless drive of communism. Well, I honestly, like, I think if if we if we could go back to my idealized version of a specific time, I'd be like, you know what, I'm just not going to worry about it anymore. Well, the, that's the thing is, there's but a that might just be because I'm old. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but I also, I, I also think if you got to that that level, if you got it perfect, then you'd have be trying to maintain it. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it's, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. It, it's one of those things that culture evolves, and I understand that, and I appreciate that. But 
the level of what they're pushing at people these days, I think is the big issue. So, but I don't think think that was the tangent. It's the constant, it's the constant, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like, I I do think, I mean, I just think it's, it's not being able to turn it off. And, um, but I, you know, I think there might be some sort of like, well, I, I, I'm always pretty optimistic. I think about where, where the world's going to end up being is I think the people are kind of starting to go like, you know what? It's just not a good way to live. People are unhappy generally. And I think enough people are starting to go, why are we unhappy and not just medicating themselves that it's going to, there'll, there'll be a change and people will stop. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if kind of like people just give up smartphones or something like just generally. I, and just the, Like I saw an article about that. And I think this is one of those things where like, as you know, like the only social media that I really do is Reddit. Yeah. And zero, like I look at zero hedge all day. I don't read 99% of the articles cause it's about stuff I don't really care about Yeah, or I don't yeah. understand. It's like, okay, I do trade the stock market, but I don't trade the stock market in these very complex commodity markets. <laughs> right. I like zero edge a lot, but like I, and I do read a lot of those articles and I just kind of think they're um, hysterical most of the time. <laughs> I don't know well, if that's the right I, way to say it. Yeah. Like I, they're I, they're I just, they're it, not, not serious. Yeah. So. I think, it, I think it's one of those ones. It's a good basis point of getting an understanding of what certain things are. I think their conclusions yeah. just may be a bit drawn out. But right, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing is like, I use YouTube, like I watch, like I've noticed that the content that YouTube on my television is starting to serve me, like they tried to put a Lincoln Project video on there and mm-hmm. they used to have like new, like new, like new stuff, like recently uploaded. And that used yeah. to be, you know, say 45 videos and it was all from creators that I had watched stuff for from now, as I go like deeper and deeper into it, it starts being the blah, 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 celebrity person that I've never heard of. And like, or some like little gibber, like face tattoo person, like rap song. And I've like, there was one guy I think on there, like it was like a story behind one of the guys. And he was like one of those, he was kind of an inspiring person where like, was trying to have multiple business ventures and like be a legit business person and do right. the weird rap stuff. It's like, okay, that is kind of interesting. But like, there's this uh, guy I really like who buys like $9,000 houses somewhere in this country. And then he fli- like fixes them and then he runs them. And that's how he like makes his living. And mm-hmm. he doesn't post super frequently, but I don't see a lot of his videos anymore. And there's just a lot of that stuff where it's like, it doesn't show me what it used to. And I, I noticed something's different and I'm like, right. How do I reset this back to what I want? Yeah. And just, and that's the thing is like, I put like, I don't know about you, but I generally have put my phone down at nine o'clock and I don't pick it back up until I get out of bed in the morning. No, I don't. I sit there and stare at futures markets until like midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Although I do, I do stop. I, I do, I, I do put it down after, after a while because I, I don't like, uh, I don't want to be on, like, I don't want to take melatonin all the time. I try to let my natural melatonin grow, yeah. you know, go, go on its own for a couple of hours. Well, I always take melatonin, so, but it's cause like one bad night of sleep screws me up so badly now. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, 
I got to deal with it. No, there are times where I don't, but for the most part I do. So, but yeah, I don't think that long tangent was what you were uh, going to take us to. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let me go quickly. So the tangent was that um, Agora and Bushido were here and um, they brought beer from one of our favorite breweries, Rough Tail. Ooh, uh, nice. And it was one that I hadn't had before, but apparently it is available locally. I just, ha- I don't know that I've seen it or I don't know mm-hmm. that I would have got on my own but it's got a cool name it's called polterweiss <laughs> uh so it's and it's got little ghosts on the label um it's a have a bison and i've actually been into like i think i've gone over this in the show a few times is like lately i've just been into like regular german style beers mm-hmm. like I'll, I've, I've been drinking a ridiculous amount of just regular old lagers mm-hmm. and then and then a lot of like Pilsners and Hefeweizen and things like that. Just stuff that is kind of normal beer. And I've kind of gone away from the IPAs. And, uh, but that's kind of where I am in the cycle right now is like, I just like plain old German beers. And um, I think I'm going to be going into the, the Kolsch season because I've always liked a nice cold Kolsch during the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I plan on doing much more hanging out in the pool. I've already actually started doing a lot of hanging out in the pool because it's been warm here the last couple of days and our pool is eh, kind of warmer, but um, <laughs> it, it's still, it's, it's 70 degrees and that's warm enough for me, but it's not warm enough for me to like just sit in the pool and have a beer. But mm-hmm. uh, anyways, it, it's very good. Uh, it's only, it's actually pretty low alcohol. It's only 5.1 ABV. Um, it, they do actually on their website have the IBUs. If anybody cares about that, it's 11. Um, and I don't know what the SRM is, but that's also on, do you know what that is? I don't. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It says it's seven, but I don't know what that represents. Um, <laughs> I know who we should so, have on to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if he's able to, yeah, we, we should yeah. uh, check it out. But, um, I like rough tail a lot. I don't think I've had a single bad beer from them. I and, don't um, think I have either though. What I have, like I had some of their seltzers and it, it is not. Oh, a I don't think I've had any of their seltzers. They had it at. We had it at Childerberg Three. Oh, did they? Okay. So, yeah. It, here, the thing is, for me, I am just not a seltzer person, and there was nothing yeah, wrong not with their seltzer. It just <laughs> didn't 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 do it for me. Um, but then again, like you know, like that's one of the things is like I've always liked drinking higher alcohol beers because if I'm going to drink a beer, I wanted to get. I I got to the point where I was just like, I can drink 10, like 5% alcohol beers. Yeah. And then just feel like, like, well, (laughs) and then (laughs) biologically feel bad the next day. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's like, I've eaten, I've eaten an entire loaf of bread and now I have to crap it out. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. um, I I didn't, I think I, I mean, like I drink a lot of what I call diet yingling, but yingling light. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mostly because it's kind of the equivalent of drinking water, but it has a good flavor or it yeah. has a, it tastes, it tastes like gangling mixed with water, but it's pretty good. So, yeah. uh, and, and that, that's the thing for me is like, I kind of want to get back into wine more, Yeah, but I'm like having an issue where like, I'm just not sticking to my diet as well as I could. Yeah. And getting stressed out and then not sticking to my diet and then having too many drinks, 
Like uh, I've got like the uh, Christmas morning beer that I had, we talked about a while ago and like I had one the other day and I felt fine. So I had a second one and I knew having the second one was a bad idea. And it was just like, didn't get a great night's sleep and I didn't go to bed like particularly late. I didn't do anything stupid, like that sort of thing. But like it just, it didn't lead to a successful evening for me. Right. So for me, like if you and I were like, Hey, like at Childerberg, if like you were like, Hey, I've got these 3% alcohol beers. Let's just have some day drinking. I'd be like, okay. But left on my own, I'm like, Hey, let's get these seven percent alcohol beers, and then I'm going to drink all of them. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Well, that, 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 that's one of the reasons gonna, why I don't yeah. I don't do the higher alcohols because I know that I know that if I decide to have a beer and it's early enough in the evening, I'm going to have several. And yeah. if I have if they're all seven percent, you know, I think I probably have enough self control that I could just go. Eh, I won't have another one. I'll have just I drink a lot of lemonade too, so I'll just have lemonade. Um, but uh, I did have some wine earlier this week, but I uh, don't really think it's it's worth reviewing because it's one that we refer to all the time, but I drink quite a bit. <laughs> so I, I, I'm really getting into these like very specific, like, I don't, rut's not the right word because a rut, I feel like I'm stuck. Whereas like, mm-hmm. it's just what I want right now. I just want Yingling Light and I just want Freak Show. Yeah. And that's it. And maybe a gin here or there. Yeah. And I think the thing for me is right now, I just want weed. Yeah. (laughs) And like, to be completely honest, I don't need any of it. Right. I don't really need any alcohol right now. I don't really need like beer or wine. Like I don't really, as you know, I don't really drink liquor. And if I have weed, I'm going to have too much of it. And like for a while there, like the stuff that we had, I was like really working on not having that much of it when we had it. Like I had reduced my dose level, but still getting really high and then like eating a bunch of snacks. And I'm like, this is not productive in any capacity. And like, because I've gotten to the point where like, you know me, like you remember like back when we met, like I was the guy who like barely slept, didn't really care about it. Like. Yeah. truly was the guy who needed to be sleeping a lot more <laughs> right but like now it's like if i'm up past 9 30 i'm just uncomfortable and unhappy in just not a like in in you know like i like last week i i did st- like so you know like when you do something stupid and you're like embarrassed by it but it's not like you got like caught like drunk driving or something like that where it's like but you you know it's like you were safe to drive but you really shouldn't have you should have just gotten an uber or something it's like no i stayed up late to like 10 30 reading a book like a physical paperback book <laughs> and then the next day night stayed up to almost 11 30 doing it after 10 30 nearly murdered yeah. me the day before so like <laughs> Those are the so long bad story decisions. Short, <laughs> Those story are the bad short, decisions both, I'm making. <laughs> yeah. Long long story short, we both need to uh, adjust our drinking schedules. Yeah, and, and that's the and and, like, and illicit, well, listen, I guess would not be the the word anymore for Virginia, but the intoxicants, I guess. But maybe that yeah. would be the better uh, better way of saying it. The intoxicant. 
Yeah, and that's the thing for me. Like, I right now in my personal circle, I am the alcohol expert on most consumables besides liquor. Like, right. I know more about beer and wine than my wife. Like, our one friend that's still local that we see quite frequently, I know much more about it. But, like, she, it, it's not like it's a bragging thing. It's just she doesn't drink all that much. And right. she doesn't need to. She's like, I had a beer. It's like, I feel fine. And I'm like, I had seven. <laughs> I'm like, right. That's a bad decision. So, yeah. And then, like, another guy we're getting closer to, he likes beer, but, like, he also will buy Stella. And I'm like, yeah, Stella's not bad, but I'm not going to spend the money on Stella because like I could go get like Norfolk Canyon or something like that. Right. And I'm not saying those are the equivalent, but I'd rather yeah. buy an O'Connor than Stella. But then I buy you. Yeah. <laughs> so, you well, know, there's like, there's <laughs> Stella's a Saison, isn't it? I think, it you is. know, I thought it was a lager, but it could be a Saison. It could be a Kolsch for like, I, I think it's a Saison. I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, there, there are much, I do like Stella actually. And I do like, yeah, it is a Saison. I do like Stella. Um, I do, but I do think there are much better Saisons than Stella. They're just not very widely available. And also, you're right. Stella's kind of expensive for, yeah, for what it is. What it is. It's, it's just, yeah. it's, it's okay. It's not bad. It's good. And I, yeah. you know, it's like, Somebody's like my favorite beer, Stella. I'd be like, okay, like, yeah, I'm much less snobby about it now. Whereas somebody goes, my favorite wine, Chardonnay. I'm like, get out of my house. <laughs> right. Like, we're not in your house. Get out of my house. <laughs> like, yeah. I, and, I think I used to once in a while get a Stella at the country club on men's yeah. site. Well, that's um, the thing is like because Dad wasn't paying for it. That was the real reason, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, not not only that, but like there wasn't a lot of anything else. That's true. Yeah. Like that was like amazing so and yeah. that's kind of the thing for me now it's like i look forward to being in texas for the idea of and especially for like childerberg like yeah with Rufftail being there here is yeah. something that that person is involved in the production of they're proud of their work and they do a good job and it's it's like agora stuff yeah. Mead gives me crazy heartburn, but right. I know he put a lot of hard work and attention into it. And it's like going out with you, like, and having like, Hey, let's try a different thing of wine. Like, Oh, like I'm familiar with this enough to like comment on it. Okay, cool. Let's get that. Whereas right now it's like, if I don't know about it, then I'm the only one who's really kind of doing anything about it. Or like we go to the beer garden it's not like I'm going with like six people who go to the beer garden all the time and like intentionally get like flights to try stuff. So yeah. it's like, okay, just pick the thing that you kind of know. And then here I right. go again. <laughs> so, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, I think this weekend, not, not this past weekend, but the weekend coming up, I think we're going to go to a place called second rodeo. Mm -hmm. It's a, a brewery in Fort worth for my birthday. Nice. Um, and they've, they've got permanent food trucks like in the walls. So, um, yeah. So, but you would become that, that is if you cool lived here. sounding. <laughs> I it, it's a really cool place. Look at if you get a chance, look up, look it up because mm -hmm. it's, it's got a really cool interior. Will was saying it's like one of the coolest places, like inside that he's been to. Nice. Um, 
and now I want to look it up again. But it's, yeah. it's a, yeah, it's a brewery, but it's got just it's just a really neat interior. Yeah. And so, um, speaking of the Childerberg, yep. How are things going in Childerberg land? Uh, very good. We've still got campsites available. We still have Airbnbs available. I did just see that it popped up that somebody bought an Airbnb. Um, nice. or one of the rooms at the Airbnb. So there's still beds available if anybody's interested in that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, things are going really well. We're going to have the show again this year. Uh, we're going to have Owen Glass again. We're going to have Nikki P again. Um, and uh, Robbie the Fire is going to do another another set. Kyle's going to do another set. We've got a new comedian coming in this year. Um, oh, Brian Breckenridge has got a new set. Ooh, uh, nice. So yeah, we're going to have, we're going to have a, a good time. It The show, I'm still... Still kind of working on the location. It may be at Iron Wolf again, but it also mm-hmm. may be at a different location depending on how certain things go. Um, cool. But it's it's shaping up really well. We've sold a hundred and almost two hundred campsites so far. Nice. So, so yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a good crowd. Shirts are available still, so we want to see some That's people right. wearing some Gomez shirts, uh, Childerberg Veer shirts. Um, it's the 28th through the 30th out at the Mule Shoe Bend Recreational Area. Um, yep. As we have kind of mentioned, you need to get tickets. There will be a ticketing thing. So, you know, get tickets. Um, we need, you know, we've got a lot of campsites. So um, yeah. if you so, need yeah. to book like a full set of campsites because you're bringing mm-hmm. a huge group, you know, reach out, like kind of don't assume it's going to happen. You've got to do some work to make that happen. So, right. Yeah. Yep. And, and just so, so people know, if you want to show up and you're not camping, then there's no charge. I mean, there is a charge to come into the park. I think it's, I think the parking fee is like five, five bucks. bucks or something like that. Um, but, uh, the, you'll, you'll need a camp spot reservation if you're camping with us. Um, and those mm-hmm. are available on Childerberg.com. But if you're just going to come and hang out for the day and you're going to make your own arrangements, that's fine too. Um, we also accept donations on Childerberg in Bitcoin and in, in, uh, and PayPal. Um, I'll take cash also at the event. Anything that goes above the costs this year will go to freeross.org just like every As year. As usual. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. And then I'm, uh, you know, you, basically if you find Carr, um, Will, Kaj, myself, uh, Rallo, you know, kind of any of the, those kind of core people, yeah. uh, for cash donations, you can't find Jacob, um, you know, get the money to us. We'll definitely get it to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, won't I got it this time now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a couple of fanny packs that I'll hand out for yeah. core, core people so that if somebody wants to give them some, they can just kind of stick it in the fanny pack. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we did really well last year. I, I think we raised 1400 for free Ross last year. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something like that. And, uh, I, and I think we're going to have more people this year. So I think we'll do really well. I think it'll be a really good event. I think we're going to have mm-hmm. a, a good time. Um, it's getting really close. We're, we're like a month and a half away. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, Childerberg.com, Childerberg on Twitter, uh, reach out, tell people, you know, do all that fun stuff. And, uh, and my sister, my sister's coming. So, Which uh, Jesse, so Jesse and her boyfriend are going to come. And so if you want to meet my sister, and her boyfriend <laughs> come to Childerberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's exciting for me. I haven't seen her in a while, so yeah, uh, it'll be that'll be fun. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, she actually, are you flying into Dallas? Yeah, I'm gonna fly into driving Dallas. Down with me? 
Okay, yeah. yeah. So they're they're flying into Dallas on Tuesday, so they're gonna stay with me for a couple of days, and then I think they'll come down with us, and maybe we'll stop in West and get uh, kolaches. Uh, there's no maybe about that. Yeah. Well, did we stop there last time with you? Yep. I think we did. Yeah, those yeah, are good. Right? Then we then we lost uh, um, Samaroff for a while. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> like, right. Yeah, yeah, he disappeared. We yeah, we lost yeah. your wife for a while because she couldn't that's find right. us because <laughs> she was. Oh, behind yeah, because she was driving separate, so she went yeah. to the other side. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Because there's actually two clutchy places. There's the mm-hmm. good one uh, called Slovaks, and then there's the one on the other side that's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the, we're gonna the hit the yeah, we're gonna hit the other Bucky's and then uh, yeah, go to Slovaks and West. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. So, I think it'll be yeah, kind of uh, like a neat, a neat little adventure, and then we'll that'll give us some time to set up. I I got a lot more stuff this year for setting mm-hmm. up, so I got like two big event tents, and um, uh, I mean they're not like huge ones. I kind of in my mind envision them being these like ridiculously big ones, but they're big, <laughs> uh, and um. Like I, I just kind of like I was thinking like a oh, circus tent. I'll put up this circus tent, and and then like I looked at the price of circus tents, and they're like thirty thousand dollars. So I mean, you can rent them for less, but the the rent five. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they're really cool, but they're they're really expensive. But um, but yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that. We'll have those tents up. I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to go there early this year because I also want to get the volleyball net and yard games and stuff set up so uh-huh. that um. So then, you know, yeah. I, I just want, I want people to be able to, uh, like have the stuff and see all the stuff that's available to do, not just be like, oh, what is there to do? And, all, and then I have to like go tell everybody, Hey, you know, there's bocce. Hey, you know, there's, there's volleyball, like all that sort of stuff, but you got to set it up. I want it just kind of up. So that's kind of around so people can do what they want to do. Yeah. Well, I like it. Well, uh, that's it for us. Um, yep. Yeah. I have an Stay article, free, but let's ready? save it for next time. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Peace out. Stay free, everybody.